If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Uh, the great thing about living in this area and through southern Ontario is uh, it's ripe with lots of parks and parkland and trails and and, and vegetation and, and grown-up established neighborhoods as well as new ones. And even when we build new neighborhoods, we're very conscious to include parks and trails and all of that stuff so we can have a little bit of uh, of the wildlife and, and nature around us. But unfortunately, it becomes a balancing act. And we've certainly heard of a handful of recent reported coyote attacks in Burlington. I know that, uh, you know, whether you're in Hamilton or Burlington or Oakville or whatever, these uh, sightings have become uh, uh, more evident uh, as we see lots more critters, it seems, in and around our midst, which is a great thing. But how do we balance all of that, especially when in the situation in Burlington, when we've had a couple of people that have been attacked uh, by a coyote? How do you manage all of this? Let's bring in Marianne Mead Ward, Mayor, City of Burlington, and with us now. Marianne, thank you for the time. I hope you're well. I am. Yes, very well. They've left so, me alone for now. Uh, there you go. Take your bell with you. Make sure you got your whistle. Uh, you know, it, it seems that, uh, you know, the great thing about these areas is, uh, you know, we've got lots of parkland, we've got lots of trails in certain areas, but with that comes wildlife. How does a city, a municipality, balance this stuff? Well, we've coexisted with uh, coyotes as long as I've lived here. I've been here for 22 mm-hmm. years. There's never been a report of an attack. Yeah. Um, so it's very unusual. It's very rare. And it, and it typically, we're, we're reaching out to uh, experts in this field, including people at Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry, because they govern. They set the legislation under which we can operate. But what they tell us is when coyotes become less afraid of humans or or worse, see them as a source of food, they uh, are prone to more aggressive behavior. And so one of the key things that people can do to protect themselves and their whole community really is to ensure that they don't leave food out. Please don't mm. don't feed uh, any critters. Uh, some people may think it's cute to feed chipmunks. Yeah or other animals, uh, they are uh, food for coyotes, and so you're just, um, you know, asking for uh, trouble mm-hmm. when you do that. Clean up after your birds. If, if you have a bird feeder, any of that seed that gets on the lawn uh, will attract other critters, small critters, that will then be uh, food for a coyote as well. So that, that's one of the first and best things people can do is safe food storage. Uh, it's amazing because uh, I've seen them in my neighborhood, and man, it's it's unlike a dog. There's just no face there. It's just a stare, so you don't really know how they are going to react. But again, I remember in the spring you see all kinds of rabbits floating around, and and what have you. So, um, do do you try to call them? Do you try to uh, figure out ways to keep them away from the population? Because again, when you get lots of nature around you, you're going to get these. You said that they seem, you know, in the past they wouldn't they wouldn't uh, attack people, but even raccoons have become unbelievably domesticated now, and you pretty much have to go up and shake their hands before they'll leave. <laughs> uh, so, what, like, wh- wh- what's the next step for this? Well, you can't call coyotes. It's it's illegal, but but more to the point, it's also not kind. Uh, but it doesn't help. That's the biggest thing. It it doesn't help because if you have a food source, if you move out a pack of coyotes, another pack will come in and take their place. They're there mm-hmm. because they get food, water, or shelter. We have a lot of great parks, ravines, waters. Thing we love about our city is the same thing the coyotes love about it. So no, we are not 
culling the pack. Uh, we can't, and it wouldn't work, and it would be inhumane. However, what we are doing is targeting the two coyotes that we know of who have uh, been involved in the five recent attacks. So one coyote was responsible for three attacks, including on a two-and-a-half-year-old child sitting in his backyard doing, doing right. nothing to attract a coyote. Uh, and then, uh, and that coyote was located with the help of witnesses uh, identified and eliminated with the help of a wildlife uh, certified wildlife uh, technician. We are searching for the second one. This is unusual, but what people can do is what's called hazing, and this is is literally scaring away the coyote by making loud noises, uh, waving your arms, making yourself look big, backing away from a coyote. Don't turn and run; they'll chase you. Uh, so these, all of this is outlined on the city of Burlington's webpage. We've had a long-standing uh, coyote protocol to help people uh, protect themselves and what to do if they see a coyote or they're approached by a coyote. And only in the worst circumstances where a coyote has uh, attacked somebody will we take uh, effort to locate and euthanize the animal. So this is more about eliminating the rogue coyotes that are or have known to attack people than it is about the general policy. That's right. And and we are also, as you noted uh, in your introduction, we are providing free of charge whistles at uh, libraries and community centers. There's been a huge uptake, so much so that we are all out uh, as of mm. today, they went in less than 24 hours. So people are really trying to take steps to protect themselves, which is great. Um, we are getting a new supply in. Uh, however, if you if you can't wait, then any uh, whistle that you'd buy at a hardware store or a sporting goods store will do. Uh, we we got them from our friends at Fox 40 uh, whistles, mm-hmm. which are uh, you know NHL uh, edition basketball. Users. That'll work. That'll do it. They, they, they work really well, uh, so that's what we've been distributing. Uh, those can be procured uh, individually and independently from any sporting goods or, uh, or hardware store. So uh, you can wait for the free ones to come back in. We will let the public know when we have more. Uh, but this is, uh, this is how people can, in the short term, um, you know, and even in the long term, keep, them, keep themselves safe. Uh, coyotes are mostly out at dusk and dawn. Uh, people are going, you know, kids are going to school, uh, and I know I've had some parents reach out and say, can I get a, a whistle for my kids? So uh, this, I think, helps people uh, be protected and be prepared if they do encounter a coyote so that it doesn't approach and, um, or even worse, uh, attack somebody. All right, so you can uh, you can locate the uh, City of Burlington's website and, of course, from there get all the information on all of this, the latest, and how you can obtain your whistle as well if you uh, so need. And what about sightings? If people see one, who do they call? We have a form that they can report on uh, on the City of Burlington. We really do ask people to please report because that helps our animal ca- control keep track of where they are. That's how they were able to identify and track the coyote involved in the first incident because it had been reported before and identified. And um, so, so please keep doing that online at cityburlington.ca uh, slash coyote. There's also a phone number there that you can call if, uh, if you're more comfortable using the phone. But please continue to report that. We also have a, um, uh, additional uh, proactive measures that we are taking, a, a coyote action plan uh, that will be released on Friday. It's coming to committee September 14th. So regis- uh, residents can come and speak to that, give us your thoughts on that. Is this enough? Do we need to do more? 
Uh, and a lot of those ideas were generated by residents in the community. So a huge shout-out to the Burlington Oakville Coyote Management Group for uh, suggesting a number of those. Uh, so that will, that will come in two days. All right, Marianne Mead Ward, Mayor, City of Burlington, talking about the coyote situation. Uh, pretty much, you know, it's not just Burlington, it's everywhere. And uh, you've got to be aware of it, especially at dawn and dusk. Uh, Mayor, thanks so much for the time. Good luck with this moving forward. You're very welcome. Thanks for your interest. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.